Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass. So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows. Full terms at mintmobile.com. Hello and welcome to The Whole Magazine. My name is... Walker, and we're hosted by Brandon. Why don't you introduce the other two guys on the podcast? Hello, folks. Thank you, Walker, for taking us in here. Uh, welcome to the uh, whole magazine. Uh, it's been a hot minute. Almost Wait, who's the real host? It's been a hot minute. Um, he well, knew that he, if he talked, he I was the, going to interrupt him. He so. does the first thing. It's been evidence this last like couple episodes. Uh, but you heard him. Uh, Hayes is here. Yep. Uh, welcome, buddy. Nice to have you on. As it's uh, it's been very sad at work without you. Yes, I know. Um, yeah, Mr. Brandon. Mr. Brandon. Yes. yes. Uh, how's retirement? Uh, <laughs> I, dude, I wish I retired, <laughs> honestly. But that is not the life God chose for me. And we have Cornette. Hello, Hello, buddy. What kind of life did God choose for you? Choose for me? He didn't choose for me. Coke. Oh, not the way, motherfucker. Coke addiction. <laughs> That's Coca-Cola, uh, Coca-Cola not Coca-Cola. Coca-Cola. Not Coca-Cola. Yet, anyway. Correction. All right. So, so uh, Walker, Walker, nah, this is kind of worse. bring us a beer from lands beyond. So I have recently spent some time in Southeast Asia. Uh, you know, getting my own. Oh, running with uh, the Soju forces, huh? Getting get the uh, the platoon vibes. If you know that movie, great movie. Um, uh, and I've bought an imported beer. So this is uh, I don't not sure how to say it, but S I N G H A or Singa Thai beer, the original Thai beer, and by royal permission using the royal seal of Thailand. Oh God! And yeah, Missed there's the, the stinger. Sound. Yeah, there's the sound. <laughs> yeah, we gotta have the stinger. There is, in fact, no cork to this though. It's a it's a bottle, it's a of, bottle beer. of beer. So if you guys will pass your little cups yeah, this pass the way. Um, yeah. So it's got to be back. We sort of had a the podcast go on a pretty much two month long hiatus. Thank you. Uh, thank you. Thank you. For reasons. And it's gonna be a full glass of beer here because I don't want to drink the whole thing by myself. Not yeah. that it's bad, just don't want to drink that much right now. Yeah. Well, um, I assume you want to go to sleep in your own room. Yeah, I don't want to stay here tonight. Yeah. Yeah, yeah so we have plenty of cool things to talk about. I was scouring um, things to talk about, and I found a couple of good things. Okay, but hold anyway. on. Let's get into the, yeah. the actual alcohol review. <laughs> Taste it. Tell me what you think. Mm. I mean, you know, it's yeah. nice and crispy. I like that. It's crisp as an app word for it. It's a good, um, it's a light lager. Mm -hmm. It's very reminiscent of like a Pilsner. Yeah. Yeah. This would be Uh really good in a frosted glass at like like some kind of like noodle shop. You could make a Rattler out of it. Honestly. However, I will not say it compares to a Pilsner, but it is definitely Pilsner-like. It's still pretty good. And I can't think I actually really like this. And I I think you two have way, actually probably the three of you have more experience with like varieties of beer than I do. But this is kind of f- this tastes pretty familiar. Like, have you ever had cast? Hit it with that. Cast. What is this? Uh, it's kind of like the Bud Light uh, in uh, Korea. Salt. Hit it with that. Interesting. You can get it here. I just tried. Um, it's not the same. Conversation. It's it's not quite the Hang same. On. on the rim. You're making me put salt in my beard. No, no. Ayo. No. So what you need to do is lick your thumb, do the rim, and then pour it on there. Actually, let me try that. I'm not doing that. Okay, so now we're passing around beer salt. Yeah. So when I said Coke, he is now handing o- around a container. With a white powder in it. No, 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 no. Crystal. 
Oh, I'm gonna sorry. Sneak oh, I'm sorry. It's meth, it's not meth cocaine. Now. Fuck you. <laughs> Which is kind of worse. No, on the rim. So what I, oh, what yeah. I oh the rim. Yeah, look talking the, to the mic. Come on, tell the audience. Yeah. So you you moisten moisten the rim. Do you know what and a, then you do? You know what a fucking margarita is? Yeah. Yeah. Do that. Margarita. Do you want a lime? He's like playing charades. And then what? Actually, this and then is put a it lot on like the rim that you give me the fucking salt. It is a lot like a give me the fucking salt. Say please. Ah, okay, you did it wrong, but yeah, sure. It is it's definitely like a Corona. Oh uh, yeah, I mean you do that uh, with Coronas too. Basically, you uh, yeah. you put a pinch basically of salt. the same type of beer, I think. So, hand that back to him, please, yeah. my henchman. So my favorite thing to do with Corona, <laughs> say please. That beer salt, the lime specifically. Into the mic, into the mic. So, sorry, specifically with Corona, it's the lime, and then I'll put a oh, lemon inside of this. It's probably the well. Best. So that's pretty standard for Coronas, it. and there's a reason why it's stored in clear bottles. Uh, and anyone who knows uh, that's pretty anything good. about those things is that light denatures alcohol. Exactly, and uh, Corona is one of those and things that uh, really is susceptible to that. So people mask the flavorings and the compounds that are developed, which are skunkiness, quote unquote. Um, with uh, lemon the German and salt, the German import Coronas because they were like eight percent instead of five percent. I have not seen better. a single German beer in a other than dark glass because I think they know what they're doing. I'm not saying that Corona doesn't because Corona definitely has a place. It's an okay light. We beer. haven't done a uh, Paulaner Hefeweizen on the podcast. We have either. not. I think that's next. Cool. I think we're gonna do a season of uh, beers. Is that a good summer drink? <laughs> there it is. He did Fuck. it. He he worked it in. We're gonna do a um, I think a season Wiggled of. We're gonna do a we season a of Hefeweizen. We can get Weissbier. Mm-hmm. We can get Dunkelweizen. We can I think get... we can do a season of uh, beers. So I'll just beers from around the world. In, honestly, yeah. we'll do. You German can say beers. around the world. I'm just. I'm only gonna. You know what we ought to do for the Halloween episode hey. is we ought to like just make it all an alcohol review episode until we're so excessively drunk it's no longer like a workable show. I will be. Wow, that sounds horrible. Just a to month edit. away from getting married in October. Oh, that's right. Ah, send it. Well, that was the alcohol. Who, who's coming to the wedding? Tastes I like am a, coming. Yes, tastes okay. like a pilsner. Uh, I don't have. A I will suit. be a civilian so at that acts point. Acts like a pilsner. You don't need a suit. You're not going to be acts part like of it. Acts like a pilsner. Oh, so okay. yeah. If you're part of like the the bridal party, then you need a suit. But otherwise, you can just if like, I'm show just up. part of the audience, I don't need a suit. Just show up. You don't have to wear clothes. It's yeah. one of those weddings. I think it's, you could just be naked, isn't it? Like no, that was in the that was that's how you pick up chicks at weddings, right? No, I just throw it on the table. Okay. Yeah. So my fiance. How do you do that with roommate? Okay. Who's, who also has That's the same the name as her, is uh, working on the invitations in the RSVP. And it's taking forever because it's free, and there are graphic design artists. Ah. And uh, it's actually getting annoying. I'm like, hey, are they done yet? Yeah. Like, well, they're doing it for free. Stop pressuring them. It's like, right. Well, I but need that's it to be done. Like, a deadline's a deadline. I don't give a fuck if it's for free or not. If uh, we're getting married, like, right after Thanksgiving, we need people to be tracking that uh, the like, pr- as early as fucking possible. The principle alone of, like, okay, well, in the future, if you expect me to pay you for something, I'm probably not going to pay you for shit because you are taking this long to do this. Not even offer to throw, like, a hundred bucks their way to make it go faster. Yeah, <laughs> yeah, man. Just to be like, hey, can you, like, can you, like, hurry the fuck up? Now? Look, man, I know this was a free gig and all, but I will pay you hurry up <laughs> uh someone uh coordinate with uh tyler uh see if he wants to uh call in uh okay, yeah. i think he said he didn't have time today uh i mean if he wants to leave a send me a voice message he can uh, uh hey why don't you go ahead that'll and text him because right. i don't want yeah, to i'm on it that'll, that'll work better uh break call oh yeah so hopefully he can come in he might call in us. from arizona um and we'll just play <laughs> it on the podcast uh as a voice message because we can do that now yeah, I'm gonna say goodbye to that. Any hoozle. Yeah. 
So we have a couple things to talk about. I was kind of scouring the you know interwebs for some recent news, heard some things, some titillations, and here we are. So I think there's no surprise. I mean, I'm sure we've mentioned this on the podcast in the past about TikTok being just a Chinese Communist Party spy machine. Um, well, it turns out that the CEO of TikTok um, admitted that the CCP can manipulate TikTok content that it sends to the United States, which we've already sort of postulated you could before. tell you, if you went to the chinese version like you know their domains and you looked at it from their side and then you went over here and you just you, you know logged in like on the american stuff there's a clear difference right the chinese stuff is like highly like patriotic like to a sickeningly like artificial degree it's very much like you know social order and you know um rules you know don't break the law china number one all well, that shit you and, you say that but you're actually wrong uh, China's they don't s- focus on that. They focus on people achievements, specifically sports. That's part of it. Yeah, that's part of it. Yeah, like but, part of the national like so uh, the like entire identity point is that is like China. Um, all of their content does not contain any of the content Impressive. we have. Like, let me give you a good example. Like, we're, they, we're both correct here. It's just to me, like, it's more important that it's the state taking like that as. Like the uh, like the fiction, like, not like as it's false, but like it is the narrative they run with. I actually think MacArthur the, should have nuked China. They they take the you know the excellence in like the math comp- uh, the math olympiads that their students go to. Yeah, we don't do math at that level anymore, they, and they're very proud of that. I think, and they and they really emphasize. I think it. what you're mistaking as excellence is actually propaganda. I I said is as far as the narrative is they're promoting I, okay, on their side of TikTok the fact that both. Like you can tell the difference between American TikTok and Chinese so, TikTok. So let's acknowledge isn't just is, a regional thing. It is an objective reality that TikTok is heavily, quote unquote, it goes by a different TikTok name. TikTok is also not indicative of society. Though. No, 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 no. no, no, no but no, the government no, no. definitely but, has a hand in but, it, and you can tell. But to acknowledge the fact that China very much closely controls the TikTok version of China, the parent company, by the way, is ByteDance, um, mm. and so TikTok, which is what it's named over here, the parent company is ByteDance, which is over in China. Uh, the CEO was talking to Congress, you know, because there's this big whole thing because Congress and the Biden administration are trying to figure out whether or not they should just outright ban TikTok from I mean, they probably America. should. I hope they should. OK, and that's we're going to get into that a little bit more in a second here. Uh, so the T this t- the CEO TikTok of guy, you know, that guy, he fucked up. He slipped up and he said, mm-hmm. I would have to agree with, you know, what they said, which is basically does the Chinese Communist Party have the ability to control what content is shown uh, to was this United the, States citizens. Was this the Chinese parent company holder or was this the American No, this side? is the American okay. side, okay. which is very important. The American CEO. Um, okay. So the COO... Which is actually Chinese. The COO, <laughs> the chief of operations... But it's for the American house. Yeah, yes. chief executive officer. Um, the COO. Okay. The COO, uh, Vanessa Pappas, tweeted out after the hearing because naturally these, these people are going to go on the defensive because everyone was like, aha, we fucking got you that China... The Chinese Communist Party is doing things with TikTok. Uh, she tweeted out, uh, we're committed to providing a safe, secure platform that fosters an inclusive place for our amazing, diverse communities to call home. It's a shame today's conversation felt rooted in xenophobia. Thank you for to our employees who work tirelessly to protect our platform and community. I mean, that is definitely a classic Chinese response. So, now. so this is... Um, it's also just a, a classic lib response is insert sort of any social sort, sort of social taboo racist well, i don't know if you've noticed but like china doesn't have like the same woke problem yet if they will have it they don't seem to have it right now 
they will use it to well, their advantage, well, though. Yeah, because like remember when like they were they talking about the citizens, they were so. talking about the Uyghurs, we, the, the Uyghurs. Like, the, yeah, what? That's not how you pronounce that. It, it is. is. Mm. As far as like CNN and Fox News have led me to believe, okay. literally everyone in America you said says Uyghurs. Uyghurs. Uyghurs? Yeah. yeah. Okay. So, uh, so I was amazing. I when, could decipher re- what you were saying. Remember when uh, the media was talking Uyghurs. about it for for a little while, and then China was like, mm, "Yeah, you know, it's kind of weird how you do that to your own citizens too." Hmm. And it was like it, they were definitely playing on a lot of like the whole BLM shit. It's not like they actually believe any of that, but they will use those narratives that are. Well, it's here. like, what do you hate? What do you hate? Lots of things. Okay, well, what specifically do you hate? Life. Do you hate Nazis? Well, then your enemies are Nazis because China and Russia said so. Mm-hmm. Do you hate Jews? Then your enemies are the Jews because Russia and China said so. Who do you hate? Do you hate bankers, politicians? Who is it that you hate? Do you hate black people? Because whoever it is, they are going to say that whatever you hate is whatever like group they want you to not feel like is, uh, is good enough to support. And you can see that really with Ukraine, where there's like di- seven different narratives from Russian propaganda about whether or not they're Jews or Nazis or whatever, because yeah, uh, they don't was... care about your political leanings. They care about mm-hmm. subverting you. Putin was really driving home the whole like Nazi narrative for a very long time. That's what I'm getting like, at. They're like, all a bunch that, of Nazis. Do you hate Nazis? That's what she's doing. Do you hate Nazis? Then Ukraine are Nazis. Well, no, right. she's doing but, it to a different degree. Because no, 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 she's anyone... like, oh, this was xenophobic. It's not like, so, if you carize xenophobia in China, it's going to get you nowhere. So listen, I understand what you're saying. I'm saying that this is a lot more covert than, than previously. This only works here, and this, that's why she said it. This would be a completely different sentence and probably would be cast off as nothing if she said racist. Rooted in racism. Because they have nullified that meaning so much where they're changing it up and saying xenophobia. And which is a really interesting choice of words, right? Because what that means is no outside influence, no foreign influence. And in this situation, it sounds like a bad thing, right? COO, this is just a classic, you know, chief chief officer of something, uh, vouching for the the company that gives her her paycheck. Mm-hmm. That's all it is. Yeah. It is a stupid and lame and gross. I mean, the Chinese thing will that use they this do this all the time. As a no, they asset are. To fight they are any of their enemies. They are. The amount like, that's, of that's anti the anti uh, American narrative and propaganda that's pushed onto the United States populace through TikTok is astounding. Um, and you don't see any of the trans gender stuff on Chinese TikTok because no, no it's a you it's, it's a, not allowed it's a subversion of the social structure. That's all it is. And Congress um is mostly and Biden, of course, don't care much about the whole transgender thing. No. They are concerned. The only concern about they have is the, that it's a Chinese firm, but it you know, they don't care about the content or the context. They are considered they are the concerned about the data usage of TikTok that the CCP has control over or possibly has control over. Mm-hmm. Um, so in 2017, a Chinese cybersecurity law um, that ByteDance, Byte uh, this, this, so th- this law would make ByteDance subject to this kind of action if it is by the Chinese government. Um, it could be compelled to share the data with the Chinese government at whim. So Chinese Communist Party says, hey, ByteDance, give us all the data of every user in America. And they would have to do it. Yep. Um, so then Beijing would then be able to uh, collect a bunch of sensitive security information, uh, such as unit movements uh, and timelines from military operations, government operations, etc. Maybe um, military members should just not use TikTok. The the We're so the United States punishable by 
Article 15 of the UCMJ. The United States Man, Army. there'd be a lot of... Uh... I think that's good. <laughs> no, I think no, that's good for I, national I, security. I, know, I, know. I think it's a good it's just, thing. Uh, I'm trying to watch my words here. There's a lot of service members that would be um, very upset if that happened. The Fine. United States Army. And I, I know. I know. I agree, too, but for different reasons. The United States Army took the first steps into sort of like regulating the use of TikTok because of the fact that it can track geolocation and a bunch Wait, of other shit. Wasn't there like, Holy a shit, while shut ago. the fuck up for five seconds. Oh my God. I literally have to get through all the information. Are we ready? <laughs> okay. Yeah, keep cool. talking and then I'm going to interrupt you in like five seconds. The United States Army banned the use of TikTok Three. on government phones, right? Because of the concern yeah, about the data sensitivity, okay? Um, and that was in 2019. So that's really recent, actually. It's very recently that uh, the military and government at general did that. No government device can have TikTok on it. Um, and of course, you know, they did this because they need to protect military families who can possibly expose data about unit movements and stuff like that, exercises, training, and to protect military children, um, which can be targeted as they can unintentionally, you know, or accidentally provide potentially sensitive information because of the actions taking place in their everyday lives, right? Personally, I think that uh, the United States can only get better if TikTok is banned. I really do. I think that if TikTok were to get banned, it would just be a net improvement. What is gone there? What is on there other than filth and debauchery? Honestly, it is, it is just well, like any other social media platform. I do think that Americans should have the right to view whatever the fuck they want and say whatever they want. However, I don't think that we should have a Chinese Communist Party algorithm uh, that is... Uh, advertising or promoting debauchery and random bullshit I, 13 to 16 year old yeah. girls trying to sexualize themselves yeah. i agree with you 100 and thank yeah, you that's for definitely saying my it like that. major concern i think everyone should be like, able to watch what the they want to watch it's not just chinese companies doing that Besides our own companies porn, do it yeah i think it's uh yeah everyone wants anyone can watch what they want to watch if you want to watch transgender degeneracy then go ahead uh but like walker was saying i don't think a Chinese Communist Party government should be in control of that data. And I don't think that they should be advertising it to young children. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Trying to show them that this um, is what's normal. And TikTok actually was called out um, because the, I forget the age of the child, uh, definitely a, a, a minor, absolutely, like 13 years old, when in, in a week was shown 30 different videos uh, related to drug use um, and sexual like acts. hard drugs? Uh, drug use. Does it matter? Drug use in general is probably is not, good not good for a, for a 13-year-old. So... Yeah, I like the, was it yeah, like is it, is it like <laughs> meth or is it like weed, is it meth man? is it nyquil because i think that's okay i'm just wondering man no but uh was subjected to like 30 different videos um and it was a test it wasn't like an actual child that was you know subjected to this shit and the parents were just standing by watching they created an account that said that they were 13 years old and that is the content they were subjected to so i think there's definitely a lot of uh weird shit that's playing on behind the scenes um and, you know, it's sketchy. That's the only thing. I think that it could do a lot of good by getting banned. Uh, be- just because of the fact that it is, is Chinese-operated, basically, is is the end of it. It's Chinese-operated, as far as I'm concerned. I don't give a fuck if the company that it's under is based in the United States. The parent company is over in China and Beijing. So, yeah, no thanks. Uganda uh, is on a fucking roll. And this is the part where I chuckle. All, all, I chuckled all day long when I first read the story. Uh, for a very explicit reason, not because of this story, just being general, but Uganda outlawed homosexuality. So Uganda's MPs pass a bill uh, that made identifying as LGBT 
punishable by death. How does this make you feel as a gay man, Brandon? You're not allowed to visit there anymore. The the funnier thing here is uh, this is like one of 30 different African countries that do this currently. You know what um, else they do in African countries? They put a tire around someone's neck and light it on fire. You know what they call that? Necklacing. So I, I don't get what's the point? Why is this? Uh... This is a big deal because um, for a while, um, Democrats and the left have been saying for very long that they need to get a lead. Oh, look at what America's influence is doing on African countries. Leave them alone. Just do. Just just let them do anything. Left, uh, left the left have been trying to push heavily transgenderism. They've been trying to press contraception. They've been trying to press uh, abortion really hard I... in African countries. And you and the African country said no. We don't want any of those things. And then when we have a African country who is, you know. Governing themselves like yeah, the Libs with, one with sovereignty and no, you can't do that part. It's you can't allowed. do that. You can't. God darn it! You didn't get our pamphlet. I think we should just leave Africa alone. Yeah, let I them think, do what they want. I don't think we should be in any. Who are business. we to tell the indigenous peoples should. of Africa what they should and shouldn't be doing? I don't think we should be in any sort of country's business at all. I don't think we should. Be sending uh, I money. think we should be in European countries' business. Maybe. And we should probably be in Asian countries' business because they want us to be. If they if they are going to be into our business, sure. I don't think anybody. If they want us really... to be in their business, my point is is like stop Thailand, sending Cambodia, money Laos, overseas. Japan, South Korea. My point is stop sending money or equipment overseas. No, don't do it. Why? Why exactly the point? Why? Why would you stop? What you don't understand geopolitics. You don't understand why it's no, good I for America. You don't understand why it's good for America that we no. I very much do. Uh, a and buffer the, zone. The fact for is us. that it's, it's like you know one day maybe we just get invaded because we didn't yeah. have a buffer zone. One tiny country that is outside of NATO is a buffer zone. Yeah, and the other countries who NATO are not is a in NATO. Zone. Oh, so what's the problem? If if we Russia wanted to pop buffer. shit off, oh right, because they can't just launch nukes up north. They can't. Where's our buffer zone up there? The Arctic Circle. Oh, it's Canada. Very effective. Canada, yeah. Very effective. Canada's going to no. eat a few nukes. It'll be okay. We have, this has just proven our fact even more, that Russia is a... It's pedally, not proving anything. No. You have a shit argument. Russia is a pitiful little force. They're not a threat anymore. They do small, subversive shit, and that's it. Well, just because you think that doesn't mean that we should let them and, do what they oh, want thus, to become stronger. Thus, we need to, instead of... We so are, we should send $50 billion worth of shit to Ukraine instead of having them take Ukraine and become stronger, and then maybe, I don't know, take Kazakhstan and Georgia and Armenia. Where does it stop? Don't fuck with NATO. What do you mean? Yeah, I mean, that's, that's, what, why, what, that's, what, that's why there's you, a European and mean? a NATO response to mean? the invasion what, of Ukraine, what, you fucking dense fuck. Are, oh, Ukraine. Oh, are they in NATO? So I don't remember. Do you understand, no, they're not. Do you understand not. why there's a response in Ukraine? Yes, because Russia's still big and scary. Oh, wait, they've proven that they're no, not. No, not because Russia's big and scary. Because if we let them do whatever the fuck they want, they will grow stronger. If they, if they decide that they're going to take Ukraine... Right. This one, Ukraine was providing an alternative source of natural gas and oil to Russia or to uh, Europe before 2014. Right. But now they can't because the uh, oil platforms have been taken over by Russia in 2014 and the uh, Crimean War and other um, other instances. Right. Where now there's a conflict in, between Russia and Ukraine and they can't really export that to uh, Ukraine was exporting a very large amount of grain to a lot of places. Uh, and mm -hmm. we shouldn't just let Russia do what they want. Because some idea of not so sending old how much to stronger would Russia get by taking Ukraine? Very strong. How? So 
if you look at the population size of Russia versus population size of Ukraine, Russia is bigger, but there's a big chunk of that, like a very yeah. large chunk of that. Ukraine is the largest country in Europe. Okay. And if you look at how much grain they can export because of that, oh, other things, they are they more will, powerful they're gaining access they have to wheat. more natural resources. Mm. Well, that's another, mm. like, if you're the breadbasket of Europe, oh, okay. right, you have another leverage against Europe and then African countries. What are we doing for, right now uh, against uh, Russia? What do you mean? Sanctions, not trading with them. We're giving Ukraine weapons to kill Russia. Right. And saying we're not going to trade with Russia. Yeah, that's two things that we're okay. doing to them. Where's the power getting gained from either of the situations? I mean, still have to, I like, mean Ukraine is a, it's, a a lend, it's a lend lease. Let's so they a, will have to, if they survive the war, they'll have to pay a lot of it back. Let's have a hypothetical, which will happen, definitely. Yeah. Let's have a hypothetical of Russia taking over Ukraine. Okay, cool. They can export grain now. Everyone in the world will know that Russia took over Ukraine and stopped trading, just like they did now because they attacked Ukraine. Yeah, because China. Where's the power? Oh, so Brazil, Russia, India, China. No, 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 no. Syria. He's, he's right. They'll take over the 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 wheat fields and they'll have more access to natural resources because that will definitely fix the severe corruption in their government, and that's why our explosive also, armors you, you so won't we have just, to worry about So like, we should just Ukraine. let them invade Ukraine anyway, because no, well, they're just why, corrupt. So then if, if Russia's a big problem, why not nuke them? Oh, because they have nukes too? Yeah. Who knows? Maybe the general sold off all the nuclear... The, oh, Hopefully. The, the missile material. Hopefully. You know? I mean, I understand your sentiment. Don't get me wrong. So uh, let's say... No, 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 please. Let's please, say hang just, on, please. Hang on. Hang on. Hang on. Whatever I your argument is... No, no, no. Hang on. Please. I understand that Russia is still a big deal. I agree that Russia and China are a big deal, and there are near-peer adversaries. It's a threat to the Pax Americana, definitely. Hilariously enough, they're still a threat. Because they're a nuclear state, and that's the only reason. That's the only reason why. Any other regard is, We should just let them invade Ukraine. Hang on, hang on. I think that we should uh, stick to our fucking standards as far as, like, who we defend. Like, if Sweden gets attacked... Is Sweden part of the is NATO? They're trying to. I can't remember. They're trying if to. Everyone's, them in. everyone's trying. Yeah, to Yeah, interestingly join enough, NATO when Russia now. just starts invading their neighbors, everyone's crazy. to join NATO. That's crazy. Yeah, I don't like it. I don't like it. I don't like how the United States has been paying NATO's bill for the past couple decades, and now we have a bunch of freeloaders. When Russia starts popping off and getting all stupid, want to join the bandwagon it's, when they haven't paid fuck all. To be fair, you it's know, ironically you, good for the American defense industry. You know what? You know what? You know what happens I, to engineers yes, if you don't wowie. pay them? Cool. You know great. what happens to defense what, they off themselves? Them? They off themselves they in the hangers? Listen. You know why we can build such great weapons like the F-35 and the M1 Walker, Abrams? Walker, listen. The Gerald listen. R. Ford class yes, of carrier? I get it. War is good for the economy. It's I understand good. that. It's great for the economy. I understand that. Um, Especially when you're making the country like like Ukraine go into debt I to us. They're never yeah, because we ever back. get paid they're back. They're never paying Here's, here's this. Like, what? They're not going to... Here's this. What I do you mean they're so not going to pay us back? Why would they not? I would be so much happier. Because they're a shithole country, just like Russia. What money do they have? They will be so able to export grain and oil and natural well, no, 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 gas no, that's not money, to though. Europe. That's not money. They'll make money. But but we just this established... This is like in World War II. Imagine saying no, no, World no. War II that, oh, what's Britain going to do you. after this Lend-Lease? Are they going to be able to pay us back? What about France? Absolute finance. Where they weren't... Because where they were paying us back until like the, uh, the late 2010s. You were saying that you that the equipment is not money. It's just equipment. Well... I don't want grain. I want money to pay okay. us back. To, to First of all, all money's of not shit. real. Second of all, the money's been spent in the American economy, right? There are engineers who have been paid... To build weapons, mm-hmm. which we then sent to Ukraine. Mm-hmm. So that money is still in the American economy. Right. 
Now, there is like the value some humanitarian of the aid Except which the value has gone of the object and, and the resources that are gone okay, with the value it, of the object that and the resources has are nowhere value. near the amount of uh, value of that engineer. Like you can take two tons of why iron. Don't we give okay, Ukraine a so I like how we're. Hey, why don't we give Ukraine turn, the engineer? No, no, can you I turn like seventy tons of material into an M1 Abrams? No, no, I really like how we're. Uh, yeah, probably because no, you can't. You don't know how to do that. No, that's all laid out in plans, and you know how to make steel. Okay, you know how to do who all made these that? things? Who made that? Oh, it's the engineers. engineers. Their so jobs the, are done. They no, sit down and relax. Yes, the people who design all the shit, they're not building the shit. They make the plans, and they have machinists and all these other people do the job. So the design is done. We, are we talking about we new technology? Pay engineers. Are we talking about new technology? We're talking about any technology. Okay, then. so yeah, I guess, you have to I pay guess the that engineers, or they, or you won't be able to make anything at all. Yes, that like makes process sense. Process engineers now. and factories who decide that oh, we're going to tool up a new factory to build Abrams because we're trying to support the Ukraine war, or oh, how do we expand our tooling in this factory to build more javelins because we're now expending javelins faster than we're making them because we're sending them to Ukraine. So there's all these people who are very important to our defense industry or our industry in general. We're making jobs, right, by sending things to Ukraine because the United States government is buying materials. So let me get you a, a better thing. Uh, I understand that you are horny for dead Russians. I dead agree. Dead Russians are a great export from Ukraine. Honestly. Great lube for you. Great lube for you. Uh, I understand that. Don't get me wrong. Russia, China, big problems. Completely agree. I think China's Completely a bigger problem. Completely agree. Technologically, yeah. I think China's a bigger problem. Here's my thing. Any other country, literally any other country, doesn't get a dime. None. Zero. What are you talking about? Uh, I'm talking about the three Name a conflict that's happened in no, the no, last No, 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 not conflict. Years. Not conflict. That's the problem. There is no conflict needed for the United States to just send people money. We're not sending them money. We're sending them... Well, I mean, we are sending get them some money. Get your head out of the war. We're sending them get your mostly head, equipment. So, get your head out of the war. We sent... Billions of dollars to Saudi Arabia for gender studies. Yeah, I was about to say that. Yeah, sure. I'm not yep. saying we should do that. Okay, but I'm I saying understand. maybe sending st- the money. For you're stuck on war. Sending Saudi Arabia military aid in the forms of, in the form of Abrams, Predator drones, uh, artillery pieces. That's probably a good idea. Yes, you're focusing on war. I'm my biggest gripe is really just sending money for existing. Oh, you're Saudi Arabia. You need to do gender studies. Okay, cool. I'll write that in. No, my it was really Pakistan that got dollar... the gender studies stipend. No, it was, it was Saudi Pakistan. Arabia. I'm very certain it was Saudi Arabia. It was Pakistan. Three trillion dollars of that. It's fucking... possible they both got it, but Three I remember tr- the big it was one being the Pakistan. Middle East, basically. Three trillion dollars in that fucking spending bill for the COVID nineteen relief. See, that money also could have just gone to Ethan COVID in Ohio. It could have also just gone to engineers who are building COVID nineteen. Really yeah, why don't, why don't we think about the poor Raytheon engineers? We should think about the poor Raytheon engineers because no. we need them to exist as a country because they build weapons that allow us to be free. Yeah, because Russia is really a big threat of taking over the United no, States. No, China is. Who Just is because that? Russia right now is the big bad doesn't mean that like we don't have to focus on anyone else. What is number? Is that a... That's Braco. He sent a voice message. Didn't inform us that he confirmed that he was going to send a voice message. You just sat there and waited for it to get sent. I sent it to him. You're a piece of shit. Fuck you. You're a piece of We're shit. Calling break all. Are we really? <laughs> yeah. Uh-huh. I'm gonna see if it works. Hello. Hello. Oh, hello, buddy. Hey, how's it going? Can you hear us? Yeah, hey, I can, hear, I can hear you so far. Hell okay. yeah. So everyone else talk. Talking. Can you hear him? Got you. Yep. Oh, cool. So it's feeding it into the phone. Oh my God, Justin! How are you, Mister Civilian Man? I have joined your ranks. Tyler? Yes, Mister Civilian Man. Me, did you just call me Justin? No, Tyler that's not his name. first name. 
His first name is Tyler. <laughs> Tyler, sorry, I was thinking you of Porter. You absolute piece of I was shit. Of you don't Porter. even like I was, him. I was you don't even know of, his name. I was thinking of Porter, another civilian. You know what? You're going you're gonna to make me join the 22 a day. Thank, thanks. <laughs> oh, God. Jesus. <laughs> no, that doesn't count because you're a civilian so now. What do, you, what do you have for us? That what does is your count. Thing? That oh, fuck, it does. It counts. Don't do it, Mr. T. Hang on, hang on. We still love you. So give us something. But not Brandon. Give us something that you want to remember your name. Call in for. Because I saw my phone. I actually silenced my phone this time and. I saw it was ringing, and I was like, oh, who is this? This might be he, and it is. So, what wisdom do you have for us today? Getting out feels fucking great. Oh, yeah, it does. That's what Tayon said. It really does, though <laughs> I will say that it is kind of a pain not seeing the boys every day at work. Um, yeah, it is a struggle. It is definitely But you can different. make up with it. With alcohol. <laughs> yeah, that's true. Uh, my liver has never been better. I think I'm curing myself. Honestly, I am going to be living forever. I am, I'm just well, preserving myself. My job is stress-free. I've got a man cave. I've got a nice house. A nice you have property, a glorious so. beard. Oh, yeah. Yes. Yeah. The beard has gotten longer since you And a hella beard. cool Instagram what, profile. What, what else could be better? Maybe like sex and pizza on the same day? <laughs> yeah. That would be good, right? It's kind of like nobody's going to get that inside on joke. No one's going to get that. Only one listener's going to get that joke. That's that, like no, that's me. I'm not even a listener. <laughs> <laughs> not what I meant. I mean, Sydney's I think, not going to listen to this. I think I every. Don't want to do that. I, th- I think I think every man can kind of just like nod their head, like yeah, that'd be pretty cool. Yeah, yeah, I guess yeah so. that's, that'd be kind of cool. That's be actually nice. a very specific inside joke. Be kind of nice. Nope, yeah. I got, I got more liquor. The wife a new car. So yeah, everything's going pretty good. Hell yeah, dude. That's good to hear. Um. If you have a topic for us to talk about, uh, because we were just arguing about how, I mean, we were kind of agreeing, but my sentiment is not sending people shit because uh, I'm kind of done sending money out of the United States. Um, what? Not we, we were being isolationist is how we got drawn into the first and second world war. Mm, don't you want war? What? Don't you want war? So let's do it again. Mambo number yeah, five. So be isolationist so that be we put ourselves into a worse position for the next war? No, no, no. I'm not there saying that I don't Europe. want war. I'm saying that we shouldn't put ourselves into a worse position for it. Anyway. I don't know. We've got Biden just tempting Putin to hit the red button. So I, I don't mean, know. I, mean, I hope he fucking does. Right Putin is also a coward. So we will send Let's a nuclear warhead to Putin. Yeah, but no, specifically one, no one's him. going to win. No one's going to win at we, that point. It's true. Putin's not going to win. Putin. We he's going to get a nuclear war warhead on his forehead. <laughs> I mean, so are we. We're at JBLM. I'll be okay. So, uh, you didn't dig a trench behind the barracks? Yeah. Uh, no. That's a shame. That's a damn shame. You I mean, you guys saw the ad in, in New York, right? What? What? For the shelter in place commercial. They're all smiling and shit. No way. There's a shelter in place commercial? What? Yes, there New was York. a commercial in New York played for what happens in case of a nuclear attack. You know what that shit up, Jamie. I'm looking this up. That's powerful. That's absolutely what, powerful. What did you say it was? It was a New York ad actually playing on television to what to what what to do during a nuclear attack or so nuclear they, fallout. Thank you for being our first uh call in guest. Um yeah, it seems to be working pretty well. Didn't oh no, that was a Twitch live stream that we had a call in before. Yeah. And that was on Discord. Yeah, the current state of affairs, uh as far as I'm concerned, is it I understand that we have geopolitical um incentives to prevent russia from expanding um but i agree with you there yeah i guess send ukraine equipment and the fact that we're spending like send ukraine equipment a fraction it's of dummy our, cheap. it's f- dummy cheap a fraction of our the defense is, budget 
why is it just us? It's not. I mean, other nations are sending majority, things. They don't necessarily have frank. as much money. But didn't I think Slovakia just sent a or Czechoslovakia or whatever? Uh, didn't they just send MiG twenty nines? Didn't uh, Poland pledged uh, tanks? Germany pledged tanks. People have been sending artillery, air defense artillery, so weapons like as far as small arms. This is this is another point. Is not everyone can afford to send the same amount of weapons as us? But well, people all are these other weapons. all these other and it's been a countries. unified Western response. What is it? So what is everyone, the percentage of your GDP that you have to spend into NATO? Two percent. Two percent. I think what as America have been putting like five or ten percent of our GDP into NATO, something like that, and everyone else has been. But under it's not the 2% into NATO; mark. it's into defense. No one's paying money into NATO; they're paying money into their own defense budget, and they're not doing that. Well, Germany because signed a bill that like, said they oh, would. Poland has been. Yeah, especially the now. British have decided to also start upping their military spending. Everyone so is doing that. Now. I think that everyone should have some back now. payment. I think that'd be nice. I think from everyone where should. Where is that coming? From say like ten years ago. No, but. I mean, they're just going to spend all the money that they haven't been spending for the last 50 years. Yeah. Actually, like, set aside some of your bullshit socialist programs. and Aside from the, the fact that, that NATO is really just an American, like, buffer buffer state, basically. It's, 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 a, it's, it's fucked up. It's just one of those things that America dumps money into and doesn't really get any America dumps returns. money into our own defense budget. Yeah. And who... It's not like we're buying tanks no, for a, Germany or we, something. We do a bunch of shit for other countries all the time. It's uh, unfortunate, honestly, because it's they a, can't do it themselves, a, and yeah, because they're it's babies. It's a good and, thing, and America to is the police European of the world. Yeah. America is the police of the world, so yeah, I it, guess it is a very good thing to ensure European security. I suppose it's good for Americans. Are you all right, Hayes. You all right? Yeah, you good? Okay, cool. Um, no, we're just giving everyone else is giving them little pecks on the cheek. Well, meanwhile, we're giving them the whole reach around. So yeah, these uh, that's all I feel about. Have you guys seen, uh, there's a woman on the TikTok, uh, and, you know, kind of topical. No, I don't watch about TikTok. But there was this, a, uh, there's oh, a, there's a woman a who was spy. talking to, <laughs> let me go ahead and pull it up. So there was a woman that was talking to, there's this, there's a character. Hey, I'm Ryan Reynolds. Recently, I asked Mint Mobile's legal team if big wireless companies are allowed to raise prices due to inflation. They said yes. And then when I asked if raising prices technically violates those onerous two-year contracts, they said, what the f*** are you talking about, you insane Hollywood ass!" So to recap, we're cutting the price of Mint Unlimited from $30 a month to just $15 a month. Give it a try at mintmobile.com slash switch. $45 up front for three months plus taxes and fees. Promote for new customers for limited time. Unlimited more than 40 gigabytes per month. Slows full terms at mintmobile.com. Hiring for your small business? If you're not looking for professionals on LinkedIn, you're looking in the wrong place. That's like looking for your car keys in a fish tank. LinkedIn helps you hire professionals you can't find anywhere else. Even those who aren't actively searching for a new job but might be open to the perfect role. In a given month, over 70% of LinkedIn users don't even visit other leading job sites. So start looking in the right place. With LinkedIn, you can hire professionals like a professional. Post your free job on linkedin.com slash spoken today. On TikTok right now, who basically advocates for kids to go seek out their Patreon and okay. um, yeah, do that kind of shit. So let me give you some more context in a second here. Um, this person uh, looks as androgynous as you could possibly imagine and they actively say hey uh, you know go find my Patreon where you know I can tell you about being transgender or a bunch of sex stuff 
And some woman uh, basically basically combats this and goes, you know, uh, can you stop uh, grooming children into going to your website and spouting your, you know, sexualized stuff like that? And the woke mob found who she was, uh, where she works, where she lives, and her daughter. And they're threatening her daughter and her life uh, because Classy. they said, stop doing that. Well, they're not going to do anything. Uh, I don't think put internet it threats them. mean anything. No, I do. I do believe these people because they are part of the same crowd who can believe that you can chop off your genitals and that makes you a woman. I don't think they'll do anything. Yeah. No, I, I, I very much positive you know they will. The uh, the AR-15 boomer is still alive. Especially Antifa. Especially Antifa. Sorry, the the AR-15 boomer is still alive. You see what's going on in New Zealand? What's going on in New Zealand? There was a women's rights march of actual biological women. And supposedly it was anti-trans. So you had actual you know, biological men. How hilarious biological is that? Biological men showing up and uh, getting violent. How hilarious is that? There's no trans women here at this women rally. It obviously must mean that this is anti-trans women. Well, I don't know what their views were, so I won't comment. But maybe they were like uh, trans-exclusionary radical feminists. <laughs> Just the wrong kind. Perfect. That's uh, that's amazing. That's uh, spicy. That's a spicy meatball. <laughs> In New Zealand, crazy. You don't, hear, even, you don't is, hear too much. What is shit a woman? What is a woman? Good question. I don't know. I have to go watch that. Uh, that I'm not a biologist. Documentary. I don't know. I don't agree. You, you I don't agree. Watch it? You still haven't watched it? No, I, I have. He's watched that's it like ten times, and he's tried to show it to us at least three times. I, you guys watched it with me once. Uh, don't remember. I was too drunk. Probably too drunk. Yeah, you have a problem. Maybe. Oh, you don't have a drinking problem. It all goes in your mouth just fine. It does all go in my mouth just <laughs> fine. <laughs> That's a very keen uh, reference, folks. Uh, if you get a good job, give yourself a pat on the back. Um, let's talk about General Saltzman, Chief of Space Operations. Uh, and he said that China is the most immediate threat as it continues to weaponize space technology. I agree. China is um, the biggest threat that we will face in the next 50 years. Yeah. Um, apparently, uh, China is dumping more R&D into ground-based lasers, which are designed to disrupt and degrade satellite sensors, electronic warfare jammers, targeting GPS there, and communication satellites, and anti-satellite missiles. There was an experiment done to see if we could communicate with the ISS in, um, like, let's say, a radio blackout with light and a massive spotlight and a laser. And it turns out you can see lasers, like commercial-grade lasers, in space from the ground. Now, imagine what you might do with a weapons-grade, not like... So uh, class three, I think, is where you get like les uh, laser designators and stuff. But the the classes aren't really designed to describe weapons that will like burn an aircraft out of the sky at a yeah. few kilometers. So imagine you're talking about like a 50 megawatt laser mm -hmm. and what that might do to a camera in space. And which is crazy. And the systems that you need to set that up, which is kind of interesting because China is dedicating these large facilities to create these 50 megawatt, 100 you megawatt could, lasers. You could dedicate a, um, a fission reactor, not even a huge one, yeah. to, a, uh, to a laser system hmm. like the, uh, the Russians did with the woodpecker radar system uh, back in the day. Just yeah. put something really, really big. Make it a laser and yep. decide to use that to uh, burn up space debris or satellites. And uh, so the chief, this is the General Saltzman. So he's like the chief of space operations mm -hmm. for the Space Force. And so he is saying this. So he probably has some more inside information on what's going on. So apparently China has been dumping more R&D into these systems because Russia and China over the past like decade has been seeing how dependent we are on satellite communication, um, which Saltzman then said, um, 
So if they can blind us, if they can interfere with those capabilities, or God forbid, destroy them completely, they know that will diminish our advantage. Uh, Saltzman's solution is um, logical. Um, however, I will have a very keen point um, in a moment here. Making a very large, prolific uh, satellite communication network in low or medium Earth orbit. Yeah. Okay. Has any of you heard of the Kepler syndrome? Mm-hmm. Yes. It's actually called the Kessler syndrome. Sorry, thank you. Kessler. Kepler, and Kessler, it's, yeah. It's Kessler It's syndrome. not as big of a deal as people think it is, but it's also more of a deal than some people at, think it is. At, but at the scales of having a global communication network, like, for example, the Kessler syndrome would be a massive issue for the Starlink constellations. And, no. and let's be clear. This, yes. The, this the is, Kessler syndrome would not be an issue for the Starlink constellations because of the altitude, and so the fact that no, 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 the no, no, orbits no, no. degrade so fast that those orbits will clear up very quickly, relatively. No. Uh, Kessler syndrome is more of an issue for geostationary satellites than no, anything because those de- those pieces of debris will stay in, in orbit for syndrome, millions of years. Kessler syndrome is a problem for the International Space Station. Uh, everything is, like, to a certain degree a problem. But let's say you shoot down a, a satellite in low Earth orbit in the next 10 years, you're going to expect all those pieces of debris to have deorbited because of interactions with the Earth's atmosphere. Where if you go up to medium and high Earth orbit, you might expect it to not deorbit for hundreds of thousands or I millions of years. I think you're underplaying just exactly how devastating the Kessler syndrome is to I'm not. low and for low Earth orbit. It's Earth not that big of a deal. I'm pretty no, sure it it's, is. It's it's a bigger deal the lower if orbits than is, the higher ones. It is no, because the higher orbits things stay up problem. there longer. But In we're lower also orbits, not doing a lot up no. there. No, Kessler yes, syndrome well, is a, the Clark's belt is like the only usable uh, or the only most useful part of the uh, that altitude for orbit. right but we don't put people there it Ke- doesn't matter we put people there it's very important for communications if, plus so it is if, just somebody, if it takes plus 10 it's, years it's at low speaking, earth orbit for, for debris ring, to... right because like you know you don't you don't have a lot of stuff in the geo belt because it is a belt it's not like a, a cloud that's right? one of the most important you pieces just... that's one of the most important uh you could say like tracks of land i guess yeah i agree but space. like you could still leave the planet and go to the moon or whatever if you wanted to so in low earth orbit if the debris deorbits itself within like 10 to 20 years because it's so low and close to the Earth's atmosphere that it's interacting with the atmosphere still, it might cause issues in the short term and you might end up, let's say, fucking up everything in low Earth orbit. Let, let's say it goes like full Kessler syndrome and there's that um, like uh, gravity, the movie style, like everything's breaking everything and it all becomes like just useless a... junk. It'll all deorbit in 10 years versus in 10 like, years. geostationary Earth orbit or geo-orbit, right? It is going to stay up there forever for like as far as we're concerned for human time. Scales. Ten years of maybe hitting something. That's not good. And it's not, no. So and you're if we're talking something about the Starlink constellation, which has as of now four thousand satellites up in orbit of low or medium Earth orbit, which their goal I think soon is to expand that their I think their max goal is like something like thirty thousand satellites, giving worldwide coverage. That is a problem if, and of course, low Earth and medium Earth are significantly easier to get to than geosynchronous orbit. I don't think there's 4,000. I think there's uh, just over 2,000 satellites in the Starlink constellation. Uh, Not from the information I just got recently. I might be wrong. The um, issue with that is, one, there's far many more satellites to possibly hit. You hit a satellite at thousands thousands and thousands of meters per second, you're going to hit that bitch into thousands and thousands and thousands of pieces. ISS has, re- has given reports of the damage that a fleck of paint can do to the National Space now, Station. 
part of that can be mitigated with certain procedures like having a Whipple shield. Sure, there's a bunch of things you can do, but the issue right now is we don't have that shit on our communication satellites. Kessler syndrome is a real big problem. Well, communication, our mainstay communication satellites are in the Clark's belt. If you're saying that a adversary cannot develop nobody, an anti-satellite system, nobody right now where is they fielding get, an anti-satellite system which is capable of putting if a missile or a kinetic kill vehicle into geostationary orbit. At that point, you may as well make a whole sure, new satellite. Sure. To just and guess push what they're going to use to attack geosync belt? Lasers. <laughs> because I, it just I kind makes of sense. Doubt it because of how far away it is. And no, we do it all the fucking time. The, the there's a facility that NASA has for researching space junk and is to ablate space junk that we can track to it's slowly get rid of it. 22,300 miles above the yeah, equator. Yeah, light travels really fucking far, dude. Yeah, it does, but there's also it's going to disperse. So if we I don't can, think that. So if we can, it's not going to disperse like you fucking say, dude. I don't dude. think that's. I don't think you're. What do you mean? It's not going to disperse to the point that you're saying. We are using lasers. One. I don't think there's a. We're using I don't lasers. think there's a laser weapon on we the planet right now lasers. which is capable of a of vaporizing okay. pieces off of a geostationary satellite. Yeah, we do it with space junk. Why is geosync any different? We because do it to shit in atmosphere. 22,000 miles away, not 500. We do shit, uh, well, there's much of empty space. Okay. It doesn't matter. What do you mean? It doesn't, you literally can hit shit in geosync belt with with a laser. I don't understand why I mean, this is. You could point a laser there. Yeah. I don't think there's anything right now that anyone is fielding that is capable of like vaporizing pieces off of a geosync satellite. I believe that your beliefs are wrong. I don't think so. Okay. You don't have any proof. Show me proof that things can hit and destroy things. You want to look up how many fucking orbit. Starlink satellites? How about you look up that? Why don't you prove it to me? I'm, well, I don't you have to. Doing that? Cool. I'm very I don't have to believe you. Then I'm very confident well, in my well, knowledge. Because break you're wrong, though. No, I'm not. You are. So, no. I have to get going. Sorry to interrupt the uh, weaponized autism that's actually flowing <laughs> through my phone right now. But I hope you guys take care, and I hope you can call for the next one. Yes. Hell yeah, I'll buddy. let you know. All right, take it easy, guys. Cheers. The, a laser is absolutely 100% able to reach geosync orbit and cause damage. It still follows the inverse square law, so you have to have a very, very powerful laser. Yeah. Okay. Which is so the not most capable, which we're definitely not capable. So the most powerful lasers that are in use right now are in like the tens of megawatts range, mm. mm -hmm. which aren't even really, they're not even considering that for use of anything other than dazzling uh, sensors in low earth orbit. Now imagine that you're trying to vaporize things in geostationary orbit. And you are not 500 yeah, miles da away. Dazzling would be a thing because you could definitely couldn't just knock out a, not completely destroy like a sci-fi film like Star Wars, but to do shoot it to a point where it can no longer operate how it's supposed to. You probably could build a laser that strong. Yeah. But talking about shooting lasers 22,000 miles, 22, miles above the equator, right? Mm -hmm. So if you're anywhere above or below the equator, it's going to be farther than that. Like you'd have to have a exceptionally powerful laser. Yeah. And nobody has one. That they purpose to attack shit through geosync. Of course, China might be holding things secret. Again, I'm of the opinion that we hold everything that China says with a grain of salt because, you know, but they don't lie ever. Any communist country, if you don't see a picture of it, it doesn't exist. That's why there are only eight T14 armadas. The idea that we should not consider that as a possibility is dumb, and the general for the space operations is concerned about this. Also, the idea that we don't have 
that kind of capability uh, uh, is absolutely asinine because we can destroy shit yeah, in sure atmosphere do. using lasers. We do that shit all the time. It's shit's on boats. Shit's on the shit's on navy ships. Like we have anti missile weaponry that can destroy a incoming missile from miles and miles away, only travel through atmosphere and destroy it. Literally fucking destroy it. Ablade it to shit. But for some reason, we can't do that with geosync when it exits the atmosphere You've and is only done. Ever seen and is done. Laser demonstrations against small objects within yeah because within I don't have mile. to fuck up a dish on a satellite within a mile. You've only ever seen laser demonstrations on things within a mile or a several miles. You can maybe. get a significant powered laser and fuck up a geosync satellite. I'm not saying that you're going to do Star Wars shit and blast it and it's going to explode. You're going to decommission sure, that satellite. Who's building like a 10 gigawatt output satellite? Who knows? Laser. Hopefully nobody. I don't think you need a gigawatt. I really don't. You don't need a fucking gigawatt to reach geosync where you can cause damage to satellites and and break them. I don't think you need that kind of power. You just don't. We can cause nuclear fucking fusion with megawatt lasers. But for some reason, to damage a well, geosync satellite, the, we need gigawatts. The laser is uh, causing a like pressure off of particles that... Compression and intense heat. When it reacts, when you focus that in a very, very, very small area mm-hmm. on a gold beryllium film or whatever. Yeah, and when you're just using, I think it's, I think it's in the megawatts. It's not even gigawatts yet. So maybe it's very, very easy for you to we vaporize ca- a cubic centimeter of gold film with a megawatt laser. That might be true. And if geosync, it'll be there for a hot minute. You have nothing but time. And it also... Geosync, I'm going to sit there, and I'm going to dazzle and destroy your satellite slowly but surely over time. I mean, geosync satellites, you're not going to dazzle necessarily. You can jam them with radio frequency, but there's to, not going to be an optical sensor for, for you to dazzle. Degrade, probably. if not entirely break, their radio communication equipment with my shit. I very much doubt it, unless you build and an you will exceptionally be strong laser. And it will be fine. Stronger than anything anyone has built up to this point. Yeah, what's the what's the biggest laser we've made? I think, I think like ten megawatts. Hey Google, what's the most powerful laser array in the world? Let's see what she says. I don't know, but I found these results on search. <laughs> Three point two megawatts is what that says. So fuck it, we'll say that because I'm not even gonna slice through. I don't think you need a significantly powered laser much more than that too definitely interfere with let alone degrade a satellite's ability to communicate you just don't i don't think you need it and especially for low earth or or medium earth orbit i you are going to create a kinetic kill vehicle that is just going to disperse a massive cloud of fuckery with maybe say pea-sized ball bearings and just send them in a giant cloud but you need like around the orbit something more powerful than an icbm to get up there so yeah it's not it's a rocket it's not China is economically able to... feasible to have a geostationary anti-satellite weapon. There no. may be feasible to put yeah. your no, own no, no, spacecraft no, no. Have, up there. What have I to just said? Things. Geosync. You're going to use lasers. Low Earth or medium Earth orbit. You're going to ca- create it's a kinetic to use kill vehicle. Low Earth orbit or lasers in yeah. low Earth orbit. Yeah, yeah absolutely. Way other way around. Other way around. No physical kill vehicles for the geosync no. belt. No lasers for low Earth. No. Yeah, because that lasers, makes it's sense. way easier to hit is, things at low Earth orbit It is with enough energy to actually no. hurt it. It is. You need, uh, one, like we were saying, if we're talking about limitations for adversarial nations, they can definitely get up to the low Earth orbit. They do it all the time. Medium okay. Earth orbit, they can do it all the time. So they're going to do that, and they're just going to dump a bunch of money into a fucking laser so they can shoot at geosync satellites and not have to leave the ground. 
so much more within the realm of capability of China and Russia. I mean, more China than Russia. China is definitely able to do has those built things. A laser array that's that powerful to be able sure. to shoot down. I agree with a, you. A laser up since there. there's right? no other satellite up there. Sure. Since there's no other information available, sure, I agree with you. To say that is, and I don't it think, is not possible is horseshit. I think that it would hypothetically be possible if we were able to make lasers that powerful, but I don't think anyone is yet. So right now you're talking about sci-fi. No. Versus like it's not. anti-satellite weapons, which have been... We have three If it doesn't exist, laser. but it might be scientifically possible, that's science fiction. We have a three megawatt laser... And I'm sure you can not. I'm sure you can make a satellite not have a good time with a three megawatt laser. I doubt it. What's Going the, through the atmosphere. What's the power output of a laser that we think used about to, the attenuation in the atmosphere from something with that high of a wavelength? What's the power output that we used to hit the retroflectors on the moon? I'm not necessarily sure, but it's also not enough to vaporize the mirror. Sure. On the the retroflector. Sure. Don't like need to. Getting a return is not the same as putting enough energy onto something to destroy it. You're absolutely right. But surely we can sort of calculate how much degradation and signal strength we get from the round trip. I mean, and we then divide the math that for half. how powerful a whatever uh, laser is at a certain distance. If we wanted to sit down and do D- the math, divide that in half, and then see, oh, how what what how how much what megawattage do you need to to one probably disable satellite functionality and start, and then two start. You're probably it. going to see spy satellites in low Earth to medium Earth uh, to medium Earth orbit get dazzled or their, that's their sensors that, blinded by lasers before you see anything strong enough to That's something that General Salzman said, that they are weaponizing already in-orbit satellites to do anti-satellite warfare. I they said that they are... That I don't think we'll see lasers that, capable of vaporizing he said that the China, global feed horn off the WGS bird he said for that, a long time. He said that China is working on making basically battle stations on, not manned battle stations, but weapons platforms anti-satellite weapons platforms in orbit just put like a bunch of i want to duct tape glocks on an arm we could just mm. put like a bunch <laughs> of dipole reflectors in orbit i want i just want like, a lot make of like a cloud space. of aluminum strips <laughs> i wonder in front what, of the clark's belt i wonder what uh norad would see it's the it's cthulhu <laughs> <laughs> run um let's go move on to starlink uh we're almost done here actually starlink 2 starlink v2 um so there was a launch that starlink did um uh february i believe how the fuck i'm reading all of this by the way how how did we go from like being the quantum consumer podcast where all we talked about was guns and politics and now that we're the whole magazine like like almost like two-thirds of this document are all space news because there's not really a lot going on (laughs) So um, there's 21 satellites, uh, which are known as groups 6-1, um, were launched um, uh, by SpaceX, uh, which is like the, this is the new sort of iteration of the Starlink satellites. They are pretty damn cool. Uh, these are the Starlink V2 minis, uh, and we'll get to more details about the satellites in a second. Um, there were experiencing some fucky-wucky situations. Uh, Elon Musk tweeted out that uh, they... Um, we're going to have some issues because there's a whole bunch of new technology on board these satellites. Um, so they kind of expected a few issues uh, to start. Uh, starting around March 15th, their orbital altitude started to decrease at varying rates, most gradually, uh, but at least two dropped at 365 kilometers. Uh, the National Space Station orbits around 415 to 420. Um, 
so this new generation of Starlink satellites, uh, the old ones, which had the single solar array, which are about eight meters long, the new ones are 800 kilograms and have two 12 meter um, solar arrays. They also operate on E-band uh, frequencies for backhaul, uh, which gives apparently these satellites four times the capacity of their previous versions. They also switched over from Krypton fuel for their ion thrusters to Argon, which is uh, interesting because it's cheaper. Uh, Argon is lighter, uh, lighter, less dense rather than Krypton, so you're not going to have as much thrust, but you can pack more onto it to begin with. You going to say something? No. Oh. <laughs> um, <laughs> it also features uh, improved phase array antennas, uh, which are pretty awesome. Um, so hopefully we see. I will say this. I'm gonna. We're gonna start critiquing Starlink. I think Starlink is cool. That's it. I for one am ready to embrace Daddy Bezos and the Star- new uh, <laughs> fuck satellite engineers. I want, All my homies hate telescopes. I, I want. I want Blimpnet. No, I want no, no, a no, bunch no. of blimps no, that new, give the, me my internet. The new Amazon thing called like um, uh, I can't even fucking say that. No, I want it the old way. The old way, just toss a stone as far as you can. Uh, soup cans and a string. <laughs> yeah, run Let's it. Hey, no, I have a message. No, tie, dogs. No, I, just I, tie a fucking note to a rock and. I have a message. I'm gonna run it 25 miles to the next city <laughs> and hand it off to the next messenger, who's gonna run another 25 miles. Um, so Starlink is really cool, right? It I is. Think yeah. it's, I think it's. Uh, so I, I think it's great that they. It's it's a good proof of like, yeah, this really works, and uh, this is really excellent. So these are significantly larger. So but it can be better. Oh, sorry. I didn't even finish. So the final generation of these satellites are going to be 2,000 kilograms. That's pretty big, right? Uh, very big. Uh, their two solar arrays are going to be 20 meters long each. Why are they getting bigger, um, not smaller? Capacity. Okay. You can fit more uh, communication equipment. And sure. uh, your theoretically, your throughput should be a lot better. And these are going to need more power anyway to handle all their communication mm-hmm. stuff. Mm-hmm. Um. 2,000 kilograms, they're going to be launched on the Starship uh, because that has a theoretical max uh, lift of 100 tons. To low Earth orbit. To low Earth orbit. And then you rely on the onboard thrusters of the satellites to take it up to its final parking orbit. Um, Very cool, very cool stuff. However, I will say this. The initial cost to get Starlink at home is quite steep. Can, Can anybody guess? I forgot. Isn't it like four hundred something dollars? Close. Six hundred dollars. Mm. It's six hundred dollars just to get the equipment. I think it's because that they are just literally selling you the equipment. So like, you own that equipment. You're not renting it anymore. You bought that equipment. It is yours to do with whatever the fuck you want. Better with. than what Adobe does. It's better than what Xfinity will try to have you do, where you're renting a modem and router on top of your normal plan. So you do have a one-time cost of six hundred dollars, and then it's a hundred and ten dollars every month after that. You get unlimited data, which is more than any sort of terrestrial ISP can Except say. Unless you use your own modem. Yeah, they do. You don't have to rent theirs. No, you're absolutely right. They do. Uh, but I'm sorry, as far as like a one-stop shop service um, that you can do your things instead of having to go somewhere else to buy your modem router. SpaceX will sell you that shit. You can keep it. It's whatever. 120, no commitment contract. You can cancel whenever you want. Unlimited data. Unlimited data. You go to the PX, you uh, buy a modem. You open the case, you decide you don't want it, so you take it back to the PX, and then you come back a week later, and it's on clearance because it has an open back, uh, package. <laughs> <laughs> I'm not saying I've done that. This is how we play the game. Um, 
there's some issues though because uh spacex um this new batch of 21 is uh they've launched more than 4,000 satellites to date they don't have coverage to a lot of north america they're working hopefully by the end of 2023 to actually bring more coverage to the more of the rural parts of america's um which is where starlink actually makes economic sense which it does a lot of sense because uh, and if you know if you go to the website now to actually look at starlink they have you input your address and stuff and where you're at and it could either be a you don't get service because it's just not there for you uh there's a bunch of like regional hub networks so like rhn's basically for around stations and i don't yeah. know if the satellites up there have like a really good crosstalk capability right now uh the first generations did but the second ones should have much better they were doing uh laser uh sort of modem kind of shit very cool stuff um so yeah i guess like in the more rural and remote parts of america they don't have the ground stations ready to provide services and stuff like that for the actual internet but um what we're seeing right now is you can have a speed of about 250 megabytes per second, which is pretty darn fast. That is a quarter of a gigabyte a second. Uh, not bad. Um, you can get a faster data plan from a terrestrial provider for cheaper. Let's just have that out there, right? That's a that's a capability. Depending on where you live, because if you live in a rural Depending area, on where you can't. At, whether or not fiber optic is available for you or not, shit like that. Uh, so that's another consideration for it. It um, really makes a lot of sense if you live. It in makes the a lot of, of sense if you're in the middle of nowhere. If we're talking about like bumfuck Nebraska, this Starlink is good for you. A corn farm in the middle of exactly. Wisconsin. But what we're seeing right now, always on my point about uh, putting your address, since there's only X amount of satellites and it's nowhere near their their goal of approval for thirty thousand satellites in orbit, density, customer density is also a very big problem right now. So like places where like people worship the grand musk daddy um and they just want to buy everything that's new from elon musk i.e major cities shit like that so like metropolitan areas it will tell you there are there's just too many people in your location to give you service and so it's kind of like kind of people who want to use it don't need it <laughs> but they just want it they just want it because it's a new thing I don't blame. I them. only want it because it's SATCOM. I don't. Could, I don't blame it. them. It could I would. Be, I want it for the, the right reason. reasons. It could hypothetically be faster than a fiber great circle, mm. because the speed of light in vacuum is faster than the speed of light in glass. So that would be a reason to have it if you really needed super high yeah. speeds. At the moment, you don't really get as high speeds as we're av- advertised immediately. Yeah. But it still makes a lot of sense yeah. if you're in the middle of nowhere and you don't have access to fiber in general. And not to mention, the more people in the location that you're at where you're trying to get service will also degrade your speed that also, you are Also, I think uh, because of the FCC, um, like KA band is uh, getting clogged up with like 5G network stuff and okay. the, the satellite. So... A very interesting thing from Starlink. Uh, Starlink has kind of come a long way. I'm glad they were starting to They're going to have competition in the near future when Amazon Yeah, there's all... Viasat. Out. Yeah. Viasat's already their competition. Right. I don't, I don't think but, Viasat's really trying to compete directly with, like, the throughput. I but think the they're definitely setting up different... And the, like, but, how but accessible you, you saw, it is but you, financially. You saw the, um, the three Amazon antennas that they unveiled. And, like, the big commercial one that's, like, almost 40 inches... 
Then like there's the medium one for a house, and really, and then there's the eleven uh, inch square. Iridium like, seems really good for yeah, like for, sure. uh, for like maybe hikers or people who are going especially out, especially because it's going to be in your like your smartphones. The small, the small form those are factor. Be in your smartphones. Yeah, the, and those Qualcomm it's, chips are. It's gonna not going to be super uh, super high throughput, but it's also going to be like uh, a text not, message I mean, in an emergency. Is and tech, yeah. I think I think what we see on boats a lot of the time is iridium um, communication. They're not just equipment. a phone company anymore. Yeah, they're not. They're they're a full on data company. So you for some reason, email the equator, and shit like that. Iridium satellites suck, anyways. <laughs> Iridium phones. It's, too. it's neat. Um, At least in my experience. Side jump news: uh, Japanese lunar lander has entered lunar orbit. That's so cool. didn't even know that was happening. Yeah, neither did I. Didn't they crash one? That's India. Yeah, no, I don't know. I don't. That's I'm India not, and Israel. I'm not aware actually. of Japan. I think Japan crashed. One. I'm not aware of Japan having a failed mission, but their current lunar lander. Yeah, pull that shit up, Jamie. Let's see if that's uh, if they smacked the ass of the moon late april but yeah apparently yeah late april they're gonna attempt a landing uh this is appear to be a unmanned vessel this is purely just test no there's a surprise secret japanese man inside <laughs> japan's lunar orbiter hidden if it crashes and, and, they, and he dies they won't of april you. 1993 so that might be the one i was oh, thinking of i know one. that they've crashed one yeah but um that, what year 1993. 1993 okay so um most of these things by folks oh this plug time sorry i didn't do this in the earlier part of the uh, podcast hey guys um hey you should go check out that with the website you should go check out the website you're already here on the podcast go check out the website the whole mag it's not worth it com, don't do it the whole mag.com uh it's cool i have I got articles. a fresh uh coat of paint on it now i have articles with more information about some fresh of these things coat. uh so definitely <laughs> go ahead and check that out it's fun it's fun anyway uh, yeah, so Japan is going to be attempting a lunar landing uh, with their unmanned spacecraft uh, late April, so this coming month, which will be pretty exciting. What's it going to do? Uh, land. That's it? I believe so. It's a proof of concept to the vessel. No sensors? I don't think so. I mean, I'm sure every vessel that no, goes to the moon no, has sensors. It's going course. to be conducting experiments, Hayes. Like, come on. What do you think they're doing? Just going there to I go definitely there? think there's a, a secret Japanese man inside. Okay. Last but not least. Uh, well, not really last, because I have a topic to talk oh, about. Oh, that's right. That's my bad. So North Korea claims uh, they have tested a radioactive tsunami weapon at sea. Um, so imagine for a second that North Korea is North Korea. Okay, so not too difficult, right? The United States were reporting that they were going to deploy a uh, aircraft carrier strike group around the Korean Peninsula. And so what does North Korea do? Look what I can do. Look what I can do. And so they test this uh, supposed radioactive tsunami weapon. Uh, which, in theory, would be able to uh, generate a gigantic wave, radioactive wave, I don't even that think can that destroy the, naval the strike groups supports that. I and I think ports. that's just propaganda. Like the Russian Poseidon weapon, I don't think... Because I know that there's models of like uh, meteorites impacting We've done, the ocean, which just don't like really make tsunamis. We've done nuclear tests in Bikini Atoll. Did they ever say something about massive waves crashing upon the shore? I don't think so. I don't think that's really a thing. Yeah, I don't think I it think is. I think most of the water will probably get turned into steam. Sure. And, and that's you're not really going to displace all of the water because it's incompressible. Yeah, I don't understand. Uh, I, I think that's just a bunch of bullshit. I, I think it is um, mostly bullshit. So their their whole plan was to be like, aha, well. I think they're uh, just copying Russia's propaganda. Look now. at us. We strapped a, basically they have a picture of a underwater explosion uh, from the surface, and it just looks like somebody attached or duct taped a bit of C4 to a remote control boat. Um, <laughs> that's pretty much what the picture represents. Uh, that's probably all it is. 
And yeah, I don't think the efficacy of a nuke generating a tsunami that could wipe out a aircraft carrier strike group or a port is ab anything but not true. Uh, so North Korea also recently tested four cruise missiles of two different types. Uh, they flew for more than two hours in patterns over the sea while demonstrating abilities to strike targets 932 and 1,118 miles away. Sure. I mean, that's not that hard to do. No. I mean, maybe the it's... Russians, the Russians do have issues hitting point targets with their cruise missiles. But yeah. I guess that's cool. That's pretty old technology though. <clears throat> I, I'm sure their target was the ocean. So I, I don't think that really counts. Well, it, I'm not I don't sure think they gave if us... they have really demonstrated the ability to hit point <laughs> targets or if they've demonstrated the ability to they can't. have a range, on, like an acceptable range or on like their loitering. They can't like, give us... Like, well, you say loitering munition, but like the idea with a tomahawk or something that can go a thousand miles like is going and hit through, something... Is going through are a they, window. Are they, yeah, are they actually <laughs> able to hit point targets? Or is that something like where the Russian caliber missiles, which might be like nuclear capable, where it's going to get close enough? where you see in Ukraine they're failing to hit targets that they need to hit because they're close enough philosophy for targeting and stuff like I that. I love those videos of tomahawks flying through windows. It's like the worst trick-or-treater ever. <laughs> Ding dong, who is uh, it? Tomahawk. Up to the topic that I brought to the table, <laughs> because apparently nobody else did, but thought we were supposed to bring topics. Yeah, usually. Um, so in the last couple of days, there's been an interesting uh, hot kind of exchange with Iran, where... Uh, an Iranian-made drone, not necessarily launched by Iran, but an Iranian-made weapon was used in an attack on an American base in Syria, which killed a contractor and injured five American servicemen. President Biden ordered a retaliatory strike, which is uh, said to have killed, and I'm using uh, mostly Reuters as my source, but there's several news agencies I'm, I'm reading, but mostly Reuters, um, strikes on an Iranian base in Syria, uh, maybe causing like 19 deaths, which has been like the bloodiest exchange with Iran since we sank like half their Navy a while ago <laughs> before I was born. Anyway, um, there was a statement by a uh, spokesperson from Iran uh, saying any pretext to attack bases created at the request of the Syrian government to deal with terrorism and Islamic state elements in the country will be met with an immediate counter response. So Iran is kind of saying that they'll retaliate to the retaliation. So who knows? This could have been the start of a war with Iran. But uh, this is a very interesting thing to to watch and something that we should all keep track of in current events where we are now starting to just kill because Iranian soldiers. It was Technically, I think legally they're not necessarily Iranian soldiers. They're Iranian Revolutionary Guard Corps. It was just the, earlier this year, wasn't it, that there was that cruise missile launch at that base that we saw earlier today uh there that was, was just in january I know there was wasn't a, it january last year there was like oh, a january TBM last year. launch against uh i think it was a saudi arabian or iraqi airfield with american service members. i think it was saudi, arabian. Was, saudi arabian and that was launched was from yemen cruise, wasn't it possibly there was a cruise missile strike against oil refineries in saudi arabia last year mm -hmm. um, i remember that one the the important one as far as like escalation and like American service members getting injured was the airfield attack of I think it's something like twenty ballistic missiles. Damn. Yeah. That must be and they had drones apparently observing the area as they came in. Possibly. Very spicy. I like how they added the note that, yeah, these uh these cool badass drones are just being controlled from Nevada. Some guy who plays video games like DCS or something is just like playing and having cool Reminded times. That the in United States Army lets enlisted men like Specialists fly drones. <laughs> yeah, that's what I wanted to do when I first joined. Actually, UAV I tried operator. to, and they ran out of slots. 
Uh, but I think the UAV operator would have been a little bit more like infantry work uh, than what I was so hoping for. I wanted to do that, but my mom whiskey, wouldn't sign the paperwork to let me join the army because I was only 17. Mm. And so I had to argue with her for a signature. while, and then they ran into uh, the fact that they had run out of slots for that MOS that mm. cycle, and I either had to wait until next year or wait for a while, not maybe next year, but I wanted to join the army because I didn't want to live at my parents' house. Yeah. So... Just decided to take what was available, and that's yeah. why I'm here now. Amen, brother. And it's all history now. Well, it all seems to be working out for you. Uh, at least I'm good at my job. At least true. I can be happy with that. True. I think Cornet has collectively said seven words. You're going to find the bird next time. Joke's on you. I found the bird, bitch. Oh, you did? I didn't do it the whole Show time. Show it to him. Show him your bird. Show I didn't the bird. do it the whole time because me and Walker were trying to get the people that's going to be on my fucking team to fucking find it. Well, um... Thank you all. That's 14 words. So much. Well, now 18. Don't say 14 words. <laughs> well, thank you all so much for joining us uh, on this uh, podcast episode, episode 33 Make it 15. of the whole magazine. We're not doing dog whistles here. Don't say 14 it's words. It's be 14 reasons As why in a second. Stop saying it. it. Hello, this is Danny Pellegrino, host of the Everything Iconic podcast, and I'm here to tell you all about Splash Refresher, because hydration is mandatory, but boring is not. Now, I love my water, but if I don't spice it up, I'm not going to finish what I took out of the fridge. That's why I love my Splash Refresher, which is flavorful, delicious, bright, hydrating, and zero calories. The wild berry flavor is my fave. No, wait, is the pineapple mango flavor my fave? You know what? All five craveable Splash Refresher flavors are my fave because they're so delicious. So get hydrated and enjoy it with Splash Refresher.